Welcome, guys, to the Off the Bench podcast. I hope you guys had a great Christmas over the week. Uh, my name is Macklin Hamilton. I am with... Dave Cooper. Yes, sir. Awesome. How was your holidays for you? Uh, it was good. It was good. It was crazy. A lot of good food. A lot of good presents. I'm just, um, I'm just glad it's almost over. It's about to be a new year, you know, 2021. New year, new me, so... I'm you got some new, year, new year's resolutions? No. Maybe make more money. There wait, you wait. go. <laughs> Maybe get the Off the Bench podcast Bowman. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, we're committing to one podcast per week. Exactly. So that's yeah. our resolution right there. Yep. Awesome. Well, before we start today, just want to remind you all, we are actually now officially on Apple Podcast. So, legit, y'all. Yeah, we're legit. So I know a lot of y'all were asking. Uh, just a reminder... If you're listening right now, stop whatever you're doing, click on the like and subscribe button. That way that'll help our numbers. Uh, we're glad to have you. So whatever platform you're listening, just hit the like and subscribe button. All right, Dace, you ready to get into it? What's my name, man? Let's go. All right. So we're going to talk about the Christmas games. First game was the New Orleans Pelicans and the Miami Heat. Miami won 111 to 98. What are your thoughts, Dace? Uh... You already know how I feel about Miami. I'm honestly surprised that Miami won that that game. Like I said, um, I just don't trust them being that great this season. Uh huh. I feel like the bubble was kind of like an anomaly. It's not going to happen again. Like I just don't trust them. And I was playing 2K the other day, and Jimmy Butler. Is a 93 in 2K. That is bullshit, man. You, we were playing that game. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Butler is a 93. No, Jimmy no. Butler is the truth, man. He's not the truth. I mean, he's good. He's good. Jimmy but- Butler isn't even his leading scorer on the team. He's not. It, no, you're right. Well, I was going to say about this game, it, this this is a further testament to how good the Miami Heat are. Please Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler only scored four points in this game, and they still beat... New Orleans pretty pretty well. I was watching most of the game and they were they had the lead for most of the game. The fact that the Heat, even without their star player having to do much, they're still beating a solid team, a good two K team like the New Orleans Pelicans. I mean, Jimmy Butler's as a star player is kind of a stretch. You feel me? He, Who would you say is the star player? No, no, I, I would say it's Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler's the star player only in name. Like his, his play style, at least to me, yeah, doesn't equal star. Worthy like Jimmy Butler isn't a caliber player like a like a, a ninety-three overall. Yeah, I don't think he's a ninety-three overall. He 87, 88, but he's he, see. He's I used no to think I used to think that until the bubble. I mean, he he. Of course you did. Everybody did. did, but like a lot of a, a lot of stuff happened in the bubble. And come on, let's not give Miami roses roses for for beating a young puppy team. Come, a good two K team. Like, like you said last I'm time, on paper, on they're, they're a good 2K, good 2K team, team. But in actuality, no. Like, Zion is in the second season. Lonzo Ball still can't shoot a three. And B.I. is, he, he's all right. Like, come on I, now. I, this game is just further tight. I mean, this is validation for what I've been saying. So we're going to see how the season's going. But okay. to me, it's like the fact that their best player, star player, which I think Jimmy Butler, he's proved to the world that he's a star, superstar, potential superstar Superstar. That's he proved it. That's trust He proved it in the playoffs. How? He took the team. He took down the MVP Giannis with the Bucks and took down the Boston Celtics, which was a good squad, well-coached team. Was that Jimmy Butler or was that culture? He was leading. He, it was culture, and he was leading the way. He was making big-time shots. I mean, shots. Toronto already gave everybody, like, 
the formula on how to stop Giannis in the playoffs. Just pack the paint. <laughs> no, I mean, you're like, right. But, but it's just to tell you that yeah, that's why I don't bit. I mean, I'm not sure about Giannis long term. If he can't get a jump shot, then he can get exposed. Giannis needs to fix a lot about his game and his jump shot. For sure, he, he need to change that. But I got faith in him. He's he going right. to make it work. We'll see. We'll see. All right, so uh, we had the Golden State Warriors in Milwaukee. Milwaukee beats Golden State 138 to 99. What are your thoughts on this? I'm worried. Worried about who? You know who. The Golden State Warriors? I am worried about the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. It, it's funny because before coming up here, I, I, I seen a meme on TikTok. It was like this dude... And he he was laughing, and he was like, "Like this is how LeBron and and James Harden is looking at Steph Curry when you don't got no help." And they're yeah. just laughing because it's like, "Yo, yo, LeBron and James yeah. Harden, like for most of their careers, they didn't have like right. no help on their teams, and now Steph is like really struggling." Like I'm really worried about the Warriors one because I like I like Steph Curry a lot. Yeah. Same I like here. Steph Curry a lot. But like this team is just they're just bad. Yeah, they're really bad. And then they have like a uh Marquise Chris, who yeah. he's pretty good, but he he's out for the season, so that's the things are just not looking better like, for the They Warriors. are just bad. And like I'll be honest with you, can can Clay Thompson coming back really make a difference? Like let's say Clay Thompson didn't get injured. Could he really make a difference? I was thinking about the same thing. I'm, I'm not sure. Let me hear I mean, it. I don't think I, so. I, mean, I really don't. I mean, if they have Draymond back, maybe. But I, I don't know. It's I hard mean, to say. Let's really break it down. Let, let's really break down the Warriors' 72 and 9 record. 73. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So 73 and 9 record. The, the, the teams have in the West have gotten a whole lot better. Yeah. They have gotten a whole lot better. Who was the Warriors' only competition back then? Was it what? It was like Denver or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. Or, or the or Rockets. Blazers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the competition is. But, but you could say this. I mean, the competition has got better, or maybe because the Golden State ceiling has dropped and now it seems like it's more competitive. That's an argument. I mean, the thing about the Warriors is like now it's like their bench is so, so thin. Whereas back when they were really good, they had Sean Livingston coming off the bench. who was, that was really, the, that was making the big, big time thing. shots. Yeah, they had Sean Livingston. They, the coach decided to switch um, um, Iggy from a starter right. to a bench player and had Harrison Barnes start. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, they did have death on their bench. But, like, okay, cool. Golden State, they were known for, like, making threes like their bench was really good but i'm looking at this lineup i'm like yo steve kerr are you it, it made me question steve kerr as a coach yeah. i still know steve kerr is a really amazing coach he's one of my top five current yeah. coaches in the league but like i'm just watching all their games i'm like yo they really need some help and, and steph even said himself he said yo we gotta win quickly yeah <laughs> like, well, we, 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 we gotta get a win yeah, because it makes me think that maybe Steve Kerr just kind of inherited this great offense. And so now, like, that's why his numbers are so good. But the thing with Steph is, like, now he's, like, the only guy. And now defenses, they just throw everything at him. And if you throw everything at him and his teammates can't score, then he can't do it. I mean, he only scored 19 points. You know that his average for Christmas, all Christmas games, is, like, 12 points per game? I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, he, they were going to blow out, so I assume they let Steph finish. The game. How many minutes did he play? 
I'm not sure. But, I mean, he only scored 19. So, that probably has something to do with him not playing that much, like, towards the yeah. end. But it's it's just kind of concerning just how bad he's kind of – he's not necessarily getting exposed. He just doesn't have yeah, any yeah, help yeah. at all. I, I still think Steph is that player where it's like, yo, he can walk up, up half court and still bust him in your face. Right. No problem. You feel him? Like, he can do that easily. He just doesn't have any help. Yeah. Which is like – like, I'm going to just say this now – I was a firm believer that I think Steph Curry could probably lead a team by himself. I don't think so anymore. Uh, at least after these last couple games, I really don't think Steph Curry is good enough to, to lead a team by himself. He's a great player by all means, but he can't, like, take his team, like, over the hub. Now, like, now, what would you say? How would this Warriors team perform if you switch LeBron and Curry? This is just a thought exercise. If I switch LeBron <laughs> and Curry, yeah, if LeBron was on this Warriors team, what year LeBron are we talking about? Two thousand eighteen, LeBron. <laughs> Twenty eighteen, LeBron. That's he took that terrible Le- Cleveland team to the finals. He did take that Cleveland team to the finals, huh? They 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 would have won more games for sure. Yeah. Um, it would have been hard. It would have been hard. They would have finished seventh seed, eighth seed. Yeah, they're a top three team. They're a top three you, team. I mean, in the Just West, yeah. Especially in the West. Yeah, with LeBron, yeah. You got a crush on LeBron. <laughs> you got a <laughs> no, crush on LeBron. Like, here's the thing. He said, remember that uh, 2019 when the Lakers failed to make the playoffs? Yeah. If LeBron didn't hurt his groin, that team was still probably going to make the playoffs. No. Yeah, they were going to make they the playoffs. Weren't, Once man. he hurt his groin, then it, was, it went downhill from there. No, they were He was going to take man. that really bad Lakers team to the playoffs. They, but I mean, it's, I mean, you know. Okay, I, I remember that season. And after LeBron came back from his injury, he was seven games away for making it to the playoffs, he needed to win seven games. Like, uh, if, if if everything worked out and yeah. if certain teams lost, he just needed to win seven games to make it to the playoffs. And you know what he did? He what? sat at the end of the bench. He yeah. tried to get his team straight. Yeah, because he knew. He Anthony, tried to call for some help from exactly. Anthony Davis. Yeah, because he knew. No, man. Because he wasn't going to take that team to the title, but he knew he had Anthony Davis in his back pocket. And he's like, hey, Anthony Davis is going to come over for next year. I'm going to rest up. And, you know, heal my groin, and I'm going to be ready for the next season. That's what happened. Yo, LeBron LeBron needs help, man. You feel me? Steph needs help. Steph does need help. But Steph isn't asking to trade Draymond or Kelly Oubre or Andrew Andrew Wiggins to get James Harden. Hey, they asked for KD. Huh? They did ask for KD. They got KD, so you can't say he's not. Everybody wants KD. Yeah, okay, okay. (laughs) All right, yeah, we we just started talking about LeBron. We'll, we'll, We'll talk about LeBron later. Uh... We got Brooklyn in Boston. Brooklyn beats Boston 123 to 95. What are your thoughts, Days? Uh, that was a good game. Um, yeah. That was one of my favorite games to watch. And I, I'm really liking um, Jason Tatum a lot. And I, I, I would say this like, Jason Tatum isn't like a top five player. Mm-hmm. But Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on the court. Together, they're, they're a top five player. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put like, like you feel me? Because I feel like they both need each other to coexist. A- as of now, I think Jason Tatum's a little bit better than Jalen Brown, but not by that much. But I consider both those two like one person, and them together on the court is, is the top five player. Yeah, 
I like honestly believe that just because like yo, Tatum is nasty and like yo since we're talking about Boston, did you see that step back three? I did against he hit uh, on Giannis. The yeah, yo, it was crazy. Yo, Jake. Jason Tatum has taken that leap again this season. And he got taller, too. Did you know that? He got taller. He's like 6'10 now. Really? Yeah. I mean, hey. According to Brad Stevens, I don't know if it's true. They couldn't even handle Brooklyn, though. I mean. They got killed by Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yo. I remember when we was doing our um, rankings of, like, teams in the East. And I told you I like Brooklyn, but I was worried about them. I'm not. I'm not worried anymore. Yeah. I, I watched Katie and Kyrie play, and, like, to be honest with you, it's not fair. Yeah, but they did lose two straight games. I know they didn't play last night, but they did lose to Charlotte. They lost t- – t- okay, cool. I, I, I look at the the box score um, for that game, and, like, sh- um, Charlotte, all other role players contributed. Yeah. Like, everybody. So, like, for, um, for, from the point guard all the way to the center – um, the Nets, they just had KD and Kyrie doing most of the work. But, I mean, like, Terry Rozier was putting it. Mm-hmm. Terry Rozier was killing it. P.J. Washington, you're, you're wild. Yeah, cat. love P.J. Washington. He was killing it. Who else is on that team? Um, uh, Graham. Yeah, they were all killing it. I'm all like, yo, that's how they won. Because, like, if you legit look at the box score, like, you will see, like, their whole starting lineup they're contributing double digits numbers, yeah. like in, in terms of points, and their field goal um, percentage is really good. Now, if you look at the Nets, it's like, okay, cool, you just got KD. Like, okay, KD's putting up high numbers, Kyrie's yeah. putting up uh, high numbers. What about everybody else? So, right. like, I, I'm not surprised. Like, in, in terms, like, if you had told me Charlotte's going to win that game, I would have been like, no, that's not happening. But after looking at the stats, I'm like, okay, cool, that's why it's happened. Look at. Like, what everybody on Charlotte's team is doing. And, like, that's what I said earlier when we was talking about rankings. Like, that was my only concern about Brooklyn. Yeah. Is that Kyrie and KD are playing ISO too much and they're not really passing the ball. They're going to fix that eventually, in, in like, yeah. down the line. And um, that's their well, favorite the winning championship. Well, I, I actually did a little bit of research. I actually jumped into uh, a Brooklyn Nets podcast mm-hmm. last night after they lost to Memphis in overtime. And, dude, they were furious about the game last really? night. Really? They were ripping Steve Nash. Really? I'm not even kidding. And I was like, this guy was screaming over the Zoom call that they were on. What? Uh, I don't know. He said because Steve Nash late in the game kept uh, DeAndre Jordan over Jared Allen. And was playing Jordan late in the game, and these these fans were just furious, and they said, "I don't get what Steve Nash's issue is." So I'm just like, guys, just one game. Season. I know, but like, just one game. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was just kind of checking the temperature of the fans, and I think they're upset they're two and two now. I mean, it's a long season. Bro- Brooklyn fans are one. It's one of the hardest fan base. Like any East Coast team has a hard fan base, but I mean, Brooklyn's irrelevant, so it sucks for the fans, man. Brooklyn. Is, uh, Hey, <laughs> that's very irrelevant. <laughs> wait until you feel me. KD gets us that championship. You're not gonna say the Nets are irrelevant. Well, I, I just think the Nets are in general irrelevant because it's the How Knicks so? are big brother. The Knicks are well. The Knicks are really bad. When's the last time you watched the Knicks game? Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's sad how New York basketball's been so bad for. Can last you tell me the Knicks coach right now? Okay. Was it Jason Kidd? Didn't he become coach again? No, I Jason. No. Can you tell him the coach before 
Like, no, no, no. So, the, so the next the, okay, but my thing is like New York basketball has been really bad, and now the Nets are finally, you know, they're getting a lot of attention only because of KD and Kyrie. I mean, the, the, I mean, the one thing about that, the Nets have only recently been been considered like a New York basketball team. Yeah, like I want to say, like maybe like ten years ago, maybe twelve, they were still no, maybe seventeen, they were still the New Jersey. Nets. So, right. so like, in terms of New York basketball, okay, cool. Like, there's more culture with the Knicks because the Knicks has always been a New York team where, yeah. like, the Nets has, like, recently, like, and maybe in the past two decades, moved from, like, Newark, New Jersey to mm-hmm. um, Brooklyn. Right. So, yeah. But, nah, I, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about Brooklyn or Boston at all. Um, yeah, so, like, I, I think the East... I, <sighs> If you ask me right now, I'll probably say the East is probably looking a little bit better than the West right now. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy to say, but yeah. I actually kind of agree. You feel me? It's like, looking like it. Yeah, I'm looking at all these good teams. I'm like, the East is looking a little bit better than the West. I'm, I might have to pull up like a whole lineup of teams and right. look at them. But like just going off my dome, I'm liking, I think more teams are better in the East than in yeah. the West right I think now. there's going to be more interesting matches in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, throughout the rounds, whereas in the West, it's probably mm-hmm. a little bit top-heavy. Like, we kind of know it's just going to be Clippers, Lakers, and Denver. Yeah. Um. So, no, I feel you. It's, like, more top-heavy on the West, but in the East, it's a lot more stacked. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Miami made it through. Exactly. I mean, it, and you keep downing on Miami, but they're they're solid. They're a top-three team in the East, they're, in my not, opinion. They're in the top-three. Well, well, okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay, so the Mavericks and Lakers... Lakers, they beat Dallas 138 to 115. The thing about the Christmas games, a lot of them were like 15 plus, 20 plus blowouts. It was a little unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Lakers kind of took care of business against Dallas. What are your thoughts on this game? Um, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, of course, the Lakers won. Um, Chris Stops is still injured. So. Right. Yeah. Um, if I'm correct, I think Luca ball out. He had actually not. That's. Yeah, like 27, 28. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I'm thinking about the other game he played where he had 40 yeah, plus. Yeah, that, that was the Clippers, right? Well, we, I mean, Dallas demolished them, but Dallas it's just demolished them. Are we talking about that? or? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have it on the Okay, agenda. cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, ooh, I can't wait for us to get there. But, but no, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not surprised by, um, by the Lakers winning at all. Like, I don't think Dallas is equal to being as good as the Lakers. Um, I think there's only like maybe three or four teams that can really compete with the Lakers in the West. And yeah. I don't think Dallas is one of them. It, well, Porzingis is expected to come back pretty soon. There's reports that he's feeling good. That's good. Uh, it just, I, I want to see them like at full strength to see how they compete. That's That was my biggest thing with Dallas is that they already kind of thin on defense. Yeah. But without Porzingis, they're really thin. I mean, they they got beat by the Suns, mm-hmm. they got beat by the Lakers, and then they killed the Clippers. But that was without Kawhi. But that was weird how bad Dallas beat Clippers. I guess maybe that was. I think the Clippers just literally just did not show up. It's uh, yeah. That must have been like yo. I, I got something to say about that, bro. Uh, okay, well we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, not too much to say. I mean, again, Dallas is kind of thin on defense. Uh, again, it's pretty early in the season, but. We'll see where things go. Lastly, we'll talk about the Clippers and Denver game. That was the last Christmas game. 
Clippers win 121 to 108. What are your thoughts? Yo, payback is a mother, you know what? <laughs> you feel me? Like, yeah. yo, I, I bet you Kawhi and PG had this game on their calendar. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, they, they had this circle, you feel me? They had a picture of uh, Jamal Murray and the Joker be like, yeah, I can't wait. I can't, I've been waiting for this. They were waiting for this. And I'm yeah. all like, it's cool the Clippers won. We're expecting you guys to win, just like we expected you guys to beat them yeah. in the playoffs, but it didn't happen. So, like, I mean, I, I could care less about this game. The Clippers are looking, I will say, watching this game, the Clippers are looking better as a team as they did uh, than they did last year. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's that um, Serge is doing pretty good. Yeah. It's that new guy. He's playing... Um, Power four, what's his name? Thomas, uh, you, you know who I'm talking about, right? Zubak? No, 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 no. Because he played last year. No, nah, the, the, the light skinned dude that, that's from um, Charlotte. Oh, Batum, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think who you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 Batum. Yeah, yeah, Batum. yeah, like he, he, he's looking good too. So, like, I'm liking the lineup a whole lot better than I did last year. But come on, yo, quad PG. I mean, of course was, you guys won. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, they must have partied so hard because then yeah. they got, like, completely smacked by Dallas. Which was... But, yeah, they def, this was like a revenge game, which, you know, I mean, good for them. But yeah, good for them. But at the end of the day, they it still don't choked, matter. They still yeah, choked in the playoffs. Like, and, like, it might make them feel a little bit better, but it doesn't erase what happened in the playoffs, which is an all-time collapse. You know the Clippers have never made it to a conference finals ever? Yes, I do know that. That's crazy. I do know that. that. Oh, my gosh. If you're a Clippers fan, moment of silence. R.I.P. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I don't have it written down, but let's talk about the Mavericks and Clippers game. So, at halftime, the Mavericks were up 77-27 to 27, uh, when they played each other last Sunday. Uh, it broke a record. The Mavericks broke a record for the largest halftime lead. Uh, what are your thoughts? Ka- Kawhi didn't play that game, right? No, Kawhi did not play. He okay. got like hit in the jaw. For 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 Paul George fans everywhere, and for Clipper fans everywhere, I want you guys to listen to me when I say this. Paul George, you are trash. <laughs> you are garbage, and you had the audacity to blame Doc Rivers. For the reason you play bad. No, you got Ty Lewis a head coach now, and you still play like shit. You are trash, Paul George. The only thing Doc River did wrong when he was coaching you is letting you play on the court for 38 minutes. You are trash, Paul George. And yo, this you had Dallas breaking history. On you you had a horse breaking history on you. Like you are trash, man. Like Oh my god! It's it's a really bad look to go from like getting revenge and then just laying it. I mean, egg. I mean, I mean. The thing is, okay, cool. I know I just said Paul George is trash, but honestly, him himself, I think he had like forty two points that game. Yeah, and um, Luca had had like forty four points, so like he had high numbers and he he played okay. I mean, okay, he played good to get those points. Yeah, but you are still trash. Like the Clippers just. I, they're inconsistent. I mean, but the thing is, a lot of the teams, the top teams that we predicted, a lot of them have been kind of inconsistent. Yeah. So it's not just the Clippers. Like, the Lakers and Brooklyn's kind of been, I mean, it's really early. They're, you know, it, yeah, we're going to take a look at the, the standings. Season, yeah, but, like, yeah. yeah, we still got, like, 70-something or 60-something uh, um, games. games yeah. So, like, I'm not really worried about it. But, like, just, just saying this, 
the Clippers like downfield and like them not having Doc Rivers as a coach. I'm like, yeah, come on now, man. It's, yeah, it's do, crazy. Do you think the results would have been different if Kawhi was playing? Well, uh, I it wouldn't have been fifty, but I think I think it'd been closer. But yeah. I think I think Dallas was going to win anyways because I think the Clippers as a team they just did, just did not show up. I I, I think if you, if Kawhi was playing, it would have won. And, That's and fair. I mean, the, they the only probably would have set the tone. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Kawhi goes in and he Ka- Kawhi is kind of like the last couple games I've been watching him play. He's been kind of like low key facilitating, mm-hmm. like set, seven people, like kind of playing like like point forward. So yeah, I I kind of like that in this game. He did adjust his game kind of like that. But yeah, I, I, Paul George can't lead his team. I'm <laughs> so man. Yeah. Pa- pandemic P. Pandemic P. And, <laughs> Maybe he won't be Pandemic P once this pandemic ends. Man, Maybe. come on now, man. <laughs> yo, yo, he started, didn't he, didn't he start calling himself Playoff P? Yeah, he gave himself the nickname. Man, come on, Yeah, that's man. a bad nickname. All right, so we're going to kind of take a quick glance on the conference standings. So looking at the Eastern Conference, the top four teams um, are on the undefeated teams right now in the East are the Orlando Magic, Cleveland Cavaliers, the Pacers, shout out to Josh Valdez, and the Atlanta Hawks. What are your thoughts, days on that top four? All undefeated, all three and out. Bro, it's only, it's only been three games. Yeah. We, it's only been three games. Like, yo, the Bucks are number 11. Yeah. Boston is number nine. The Nets are number six. Come on now. Yeah, but, but this is validation for what you said about the Atlanta Hawks. Because you, you, you're pretty high on the Hawks. No, no, no. I, I, I am pretty high on the Hawks. But, like, I still know it's too early. Uh Trey Young, I don't know which game it was, but like he 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 had a pretty good game where like his stats was like efficient. Like he just wasn't chunking up shots. Like yeah. it wasn't taking him like like twenty um, shots or like thirty shots just to get to like forty points. So like that's pretty good. But no, nah, like, he's he's second in points per game this year. Really? Yeah. So far, I'm about to go through some numbers that are pretty interesting. Uh, let me okay. hear. So the Hawks, okay. So you know how you said about Ray John Rondo, how he was hitting threes in the bubble? Mm-hmm. And you know it was because of the bubble? Okay. He's shooting 67% from let, three let, this year. Let me ask you something. What? So far in these past three games, has there been any fans in the stands? Okay, so you're blaming on the fans. You're, say, you're saying that it's because of the fans that he's I hitting mean, the, threes. The, the bubble was an open... No, it was gym, like it was more basically. of an enclosed gym at the bubble. Okay, cool. That's why the shooting was really yeah, high. But you, you don't got no fans there. You feel me? So you're blaming on the fans. No, I think we're having like a renaissance, a Rondo re- renaissance. Really? First I, of I don't all, know. Rondo, what you say? He, he's at the three now. He he's he's shooting sixty seven percent from three. Okay, cool. I know he's never early. shot sixty seven in his career. He's never have. I looked at the numbers. Yeah. Most years he's shooting like twenty five, twenty seven percent. This is the first year he's shooting sixty seven, and in the bubble he shot forty percent. Okay, I'm, I'm willing to bet you that all changes the minute they start letting. Oh, you want to put money down? No, no, I, I, I'm not <laughs> right. gonna put money okay. down. But I guarantee that's all going to change. Like once the fans start coming back in the stands, like okay, cool, like yo. The the Magics are are the number one team in the East right now. The Cleveland Cavaliers are are number two team in the East. It's only been three games. How long do you think this is gonna last? Well, Come on, man. I, I, but but what you said, I, I didn't have the Hawks in the top eight. But after what you said about the Hawks, I think I think I've kind of I'm starting to see that the Hawks might be better than I thought they were gonna be. I'm low key surprised because I think that, that you didn't have them because like the Hawks 
like I said, they really made some some good trades. Like yeah. they got some good pieces like the, the the work together like well here's the thing about rondo i'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep harping on rondo jared dudley was on the bill simmons podcast talking about the team and the culture and what they were kind of going through when mm-hmm. they won the title with the lakers and he says that rajon rondo was one of the biggest reasons why they won the title because he had that leader you know aspect to him and he was he was one of the only few players that could actually talk back to lebron and kind of tell lebron no and it kind of set a tone. And Jared Dudley said, according to him, that they would not have won the title without Rajon Ronda. So, again, him going to the Hawks, he's going to have that leadership. He's one of the few players that can say no to LeBron. You think he's going to say no to Trey Young, set the tone? He's probably the leader of this team. So, uh, I think I think we're going to see, you know, a re- renaissance of Ronda. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be like 9 Boston Ronda. I'm not saying that at all. But he's going to be making noise with this Hawks team. And I think... I, I, if I were to change one thing with my standings, it would be the Hawks making the playoffs. You want to know what's my biggest, like one of my biggest basketball dreams? Like what? I want to see the Hawks in the finals. And hear me out. Hear, okay. me out. hear me out. See, see me. I, I just like a good narrative. Yeah, I just yeah. like a good narrative. Like, oh, that's that's awesome. I want, yeah. I, I want to see the Hawks in the finals from the East, and I want to see the Mavericks. In the finals okay. from the West, because you, you remember that um, the the Hawks tr- traded their pick. To get oh yeah, yes, that's right, that's and, right. Like, Dallas, that was would be gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm all like, yo, these two both their like careers are, are pretty like they're tied, it, yeah, entwined because yeah. of that one trade, because right. like. Cause I think yeah, the Hawks pick um Luca, and then they traded away. Yeah, and they yeah. traded for Trey yeah. Young. So I'm all like, both their like careers. Because imagine how it would have been different if the Hawks had yeah Luca and like the Mavs had Trey Young. Like I think it worked out for both parties. Yeah, I mean Luca is, is for sure better than Trey Young. Right, but like Trey Young fits like the Hawks, like Atlanta culture. And Luca for sure fits Dallas culture. That that's just one of my like yeah, yeah. like dream try. I'm all like I want to see a good narrative. Like it's probably never gonna happen, at least not in the next couple years. Yeah. But I would love to see that narrative happen. That like, is a cool thing. Okay, cool. Let, 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 let's kinda of prove it right now right. which team made the right decision. That's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. I never even thought of that. I, I have to mention. The Wizards. <laughs> They're zero and three, dead last. What What do you have to say for yourself? What do you have to say for yourself? It's only been three games. Okay, all to, right. I mean, the Raptors are twelve. The Bucks has haven't won a game. Uh, all right, left. I'm I'm just gonna say I'm gonna keep an eye on the Wizards. I'm keeping a Please close do, eye on the Wizards. Please do. I'm I'm not worried. You feel me? I'm not worried. I remember one NBA season, the Cavs started out what like. Oh and six, yeah. Oh and five, like I'm not worried at all, man. Well, like, hey, see. slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, but with Russell Westbrook, slow and steady just it's not gonna work. He's there's no slow and steady. He can't even spell slow. Like Russell Westbrook, he, he you're will. right, you're right. I mean, yo, the Wizards were were the ninth seed last year, so mm-hmm. like I, I think Russ is gonna make them a little bit better. Bradley Bill. Has been putting. He's up. been balling out. He's, he's been balling yeah. out, and I honestly don't think the trouble is Bradley Bill, Russell Westbrook. They just need one more piece. Like there's just one piece away from like being like a, a top five contender. But as of now, like yo, I'm in autopilot. I'm just going to enjoy the show, man. <laughs> All right, we'll see. Yeah. 
So, uh, looking to the West, it is kind of, uh, it's either the teams are two and one or one and two or one and one. Uh, they're all kind of a mess. So there's, I mean, the Pelicans and Wolf, Timberwolves and Clippers are like the top three, but it's, what, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, there's really not a lot to see with if If, you know, you guys are listening, if you look at the Western Conference, it's too early to really yeah. say who's leading or who's behind. Yeah, the Pelicans are two and one, Timberwolves two and one. And the Clippers are two and one. Um, like I said, it's still too early to see. Yeah. Um, like the Lakers are number nine. Like if the playoffs started today, then the, the Pelicans would be played the number more one seed. Yeah. yeah. So, so it doesn't really. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not worried. Um, I will say the West is looking good. It's looking really good. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, but. Yeah, I'm not worried. Um, within the next two weeks or maybe three weeks, yeah, when we get more. back to this, like it's, it's, it's going to be completely different. Yeah, for sure. So we're just going to talk about some miscellaneous topics. Uh, first of all, breaking news: Spencer Dinwiddie partial torn ACL. He is out for the season. Uh, as we all know, he plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Tough news, obviously. No one is likes to see it. Is well, it I mean, it sucks that he got hurt. Oh, I'm just I mean, saying in general. It, yo. For Brooklyn, if your name isn't Kevin Durant <laughs> or Kyrie Irving, we could give a damn. Are you serious? I mean, yeah. yo, hold, hold okay, on. Okay, but hold. this is part of the reason why Brooklyn were so high on Brooklyn is because their yeah, yeah, role players yeah, are really yeah. good. Okay, cool. I'm I'm mostly joking. Spencer Dinwiddie, he he was a huge part last year in helping us get to the playoffs. He was a huge part when D'Angelo Russell uh, and him helped take us to the playoffs. But yeah. he turned his, his ACL like. He he will be missed, but I mean, it, it, is it really? Well, like, come on, Mag, let's be real. Like, like, yo, I'm sorry he, he tore his ACL, and I really do wish him good health and to get better. But in terms of basketball and the way he's playing on the court, he's playing okay, but we don't really need him to win. That's right. Oh, so you say we? That's your team, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. I thought you were a Thunder fan. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. Sucks that he's hurt. It'll be interesting to see, but ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, he'll probably be fine. Uh, but yeah, those are some of the breaking news. John Morant also got hurt. He he twisted his ankle pretty bad. It looked like he was really hurt because uh, he like ran off the court. I don't yeah, know if you saw that. no, nah, I did. He started hopping on one leg, and, yeah. and, and I fell for him. And like, hey, y'all, it's something about these athletic point guards, right? John Wall, D Rose, Russell Westbrook. All these players have had, like, big, like, ankle, leg injuries. Yeah. So, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I really feel for him. I hope it's nothing big. Yeah. I really hope it's nothing big because I really like John Morant. I think he's the closest player in the league to Russell Westbrook. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they're doing an MRI. They say apparently there's no real fracture. But in terms of his timetable, how much, how bad the injury is, is kind of unclear mm-hmm. at the moment. I'm sure we're going to find out more later on. But, I mean, he seems like a going to be an awesome star, you know, for the future of the league. And, like, I like him better than Zion, man. Do I, you? Mean, all, yeah, I, yeah. Mean, he, I mean, he played better last year. He did play yeah. better, yeah. He played way better yeah. than Zion. Like, I, I would rather watch him than Zion any day. Yeah, and, you know, John Morant. Yeah, I mean, less injuries the better. I'm hoping nothing but the best. I really hope it's not serious because I think it's good for the league and it's also good for Memphis, yeah. their franchise. They need someone like John Morant. Hey, but, hey, peep this. John Morant went down. 
And the Grizzlies still beat still the Nets. With, without Katie and Kyrie. Without Katie and Kyrie. <laughs> they, they still won, though. And, hey, and, that's, and according that's to something. The, and according to the Brooklyn Nets podcast, bad coaching, too, by Brooklyn. According to their podcast. Nah, I, I was... This is a quick side note. I was watching, like, a TikTok. And this dude was just making fun. Because, like, in the TikTok, it had Steve Nash and it had um, Mike D'Antoni. Yeah. And Mike D'Antoni had a clipboard. And he was calling plays and yeah. everything. And then dude was like, wait, I thought Steve Nash was the head of coach. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Like, who, I do wonder if like D'Antoni will like accidentally take over. Because he's so used to being the head coach. And now he has a, a former player that's head coach he has to defer to. I wonder what the dynamic if, if is. If we being honest, I think D'Antoni went to Brooklyn for the clout. Oh, really? Yeah, come on now. Yo, KD. Well, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll put it like this. Steve Nash, first time head coach, right? right? Mike D'Antoni, assistant coach after leaving a bus that's the Houston Rockets. Okay, cool. You're 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 coaching Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. If if you're the assistant coach of Steve Nash that takes them to the championship and they win, you know how many teams are gonna be calling yeah. the phone asking you to coach them? Yeah, but I think most coach I mean I mean you say so you say he might be ring chasing, or do you think he's just more loyal? towards the reputation afterwards if they win a title. I think after so many failed careers from Mike D'Antoni, from the Knicks to the yeah. Phoenix Suns to Houston. to Houston, you need to get a win. Yeah. Like, you absolutely need to get a win for that validation. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't think Mike D'Antoni is the guy. I mean, you heard when um when um Philly, like I was watching – um. Sports Center one day, and they said Mike D'Antoni was who they wanted to be oh, yeah. their coach. And then, oh, snap, Doc Rivers got fired. Right. Doc Rivers and Mike D'Antoni. Doc Rivers instead. I'm taking Doc Rivers. I'm just being honest with you. So yeah. he just needs some type of validation. And, like, he, he needs to remind the league that, yo, I'm still a good coach. Yeah. So, like, I think – I don't know if Steve Nash is the type to, like, um, buckle – oh, let's just stop. No, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> We're good right here. Okay, cool. I don't know if Steve Nash is the type of, like, like coach to, like, just be like, okay, cool, Dan Tony, you can do whatever you want. But I, I feel like they're going to need some role clarity yeah. for, for that team. Well, the thing about Dan Tony is he, what he specializes with Phoenix and what he did with, uh, with Houston is more analytics, offensive, mm-hmm. you know, style, like, because you remember with, with when he was coaching Stoudemire mm-hmm. and Steve Nash, it was a heavy offensive yeah, know, he's offensive style, coach, yeah. lots of shooting. He doesn't lean on the defensive side. He doesn't. No, he yeah. doesn't. And you saw with Houston when he teamed up with Daryl Morey, the GM, they were focused more of an analytical mm-hmm. style to Houston's game. But that's the thing. D'Antoni is like, more, he's kind of a, there's a stigma around him. It's like if you don't want to play defense, pick up D'Antoni. I mean, he's, he's not going to train defense at all. I mean, honestly, it's it's true. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. I, I, I'm going to name the top three stars from, like, um, Mike D'Antoni last coaching. Um, um, Houston. Okay, Houston, James Harden. Right. He's not a big def- defender. No. Um, Phoenix, Steve Nash. Not, not a play big defense. defender. Yeah. Um, New York, Carmelo. We both know he Melo is the big defense. defender. So I'm all like... D'Antoni doesn't teach defense. No. And, like, honestly, this, I think Brooklyn's best defender is it Kevin Durant or is it yeah. Spencer? My money's on Spencer, bro. Yeah. I don't know. 
Well, you see, they're missing Spencer now. Yeah. See that? You see, they're missing that defensive piece. If you know anything about Dan Tony coaching style, he's going to outscore you. And he has two of the best scorers in the game. Yeah, that's true. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I guess D'Antoni could be like, he's the assistant coach, but he can serve kind of like a mentor almost yeah. to Steve Nash. He's got, hey, I got all this experience mm-hmm. and all that. So it'll be interesting to see. So, And we don't have anything on agenda, but we're going to talk about the Portland Blazers and Lakers game last night. You were dying to talk about this when you came in. All right, I'll let you have the floor. No, no. I, just, <laughs> I was just wondering, like, you, I, you showed me the agenda – and that game wasn't up there. I'm all like, we're not going to talk about Gary Trent Jr. dropping 28 yeah. on, on, on LeBron. We're not going to talk about who who's Duncan Robinson. He plays for... He plays for Miami. Plays, yeah. I, I'm thinking about... Are you talking about Nurkic? No, 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 no. It, it, it's this um, it's this dude coming off the bench. He, he, he blocked LeBron. I can't think of his name, though. I know it's not Nasir Little, but... Uh-huh. He 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 hit LeBron with, with a nasty block. Yeah, I mean, I, I just want to talk about how the Portland Trailblazers, who I had as the top pick, when when yes, when, you we, did, yes. So I, I just want to mention that, but we can go ahead and talk about James Harden for a little bit. <laughs> well, you know? I mean, here's the thing: this is similar to what kind of like the Clippers in Denver. It's like, oh, this might have been a revenge game. They probably brought the heat. They brought the smoke for the Lakers game, but at the end of the day, it doesn't take away what happened in the bubble. The Lakers took care of business. Like, yeah, the Blazers won game one in the bubble, but then the Lakers won four straight. So at the end of the day... Oh, it was Derrick Jones. It was Derrick, Derrick Jones, Jones that okay. made that block on LeBron. I mean, good for him. You know, it's not, everyone gets blocked. It's not a big deal. The thing is, yeah, they lost. And, and we're seeing, like, a lot of these big teams, you know, the Brooklyn and Clippers, you know, they're dropping some games early on. There's some load management, because we know why the Lakers lost to the Clippers in the first game. There was some load management going on. Because now, like, the NBA's... Wait, made wait, wait, hold up. What? Load management. LeBron and AD didn't even play in the fourth quarter. They were getting their ass whooped, bro. No, it was still No, no. No. Could Kawhi and Paul George play? Yeah, but the Lakers (laughs) chose not to play LeBron and AD. No. Yeah? No. If you watch the game, that's what happened. I did watch the game, and you feel me? They knew they were going to lose. No, it was within reach. No. Within reach. They knew they were going to lose. They knew. No. No, you, you can blame it on load management all you want. I'm not blame. That's what they did. Ka- that's what Lakers did. Kawhi and Paul George walk in you guys' crib and took over. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, it's good for them. Cool. Here, here, here we go. <laughs> all right, all right, all here right. we go again. Moving on, moving on. All right, so we're going to talk about – so here's the thing about James Harden. We've talked about James Harden, I think, like every podcast. We have. You know he's leading the league in most points per game right now. He's averaging 38. Now, granted, he only played two games. But you know how everyone was talking about that picture of Harden that looked like he gained a lot of weight? But he's still balling out, and he's like third in the league in most assists too. So he it's like sure, – He for sure gained a lot of weight. You can tell. But Yeah, but he's still balling out, so it doesn't even matter, does it? I mean – the power of the strip club, man. <laughs> I mean, all this, yo, my, my man can go to the strip club, get a couple drinks. Next, yo, next day I got a game, cool. I'm going to hit you with a 40-piece. Yeah. Easy. No fries, no drinks, just a 40-piece combo. But nah, like, yo, James Harden dropping 44 points, this this doesn't surprise me at all. I, I know he can do this. Like, yeah. I know he can do no this. No can doubt it, yeah. I, I, I'll say this right now. James Harden is probably the best scorer of all time. And, like... Like, I think he's a better scorer than MJ. Mm-hmm. I think he's a better scorer than Kobe, LeBron, Larry Bird, and everything. Like, this this man has missed yeah. basketball camp, has missed practice. Yeah. And he's pushing weight. 
and he and came he's in dropping and he nice. dropped 44 yeah. on the trailblazer. Yeah, T- tell me what player that can do that, man. It's T- crazy. Tell me a player you ever seen do that. I think Jordan can still do that. I mean, no, no, because because I Jordan could do that. The, the, Jordan didn't do it because he was more on the team winning games. But I, I okay, but, I think Jordan. If Jordan, all he cared about was scoring. Jordan could score more than. But Harden. but hold up, I'm just saying, James Harden has gained some weight. Yeah. He has missed practice. Yeah. But you feel me? Jordan has never been in a scenario where he, he, he missed any of that. He, yes, he did. He came back from two years playing baseball and won three more titles. I mean, And he also played for the Wizards. And, yeah, he was old. But when, right. time, when it was time, he still performed for the Wizards. Okay, cool. But he didn't drop 44. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, I don't think Jordan has been in, like, the, the same scenario that James Harden has been. Like, missing all this practice, just coming in one game, going to the club, you feel me, turning up. And, like, yo, you, you, you're you obviously not in, in shape. Like, yo, you look like you should be playing at the YMCA, man. Like, <laughs> See, okay, see, I have a bone to pick right here. Okay, so oh. I'm about to break this down. So, Michael Jordan, very young in his career, before he had, like, a pretty solid team, he played against the Celtics in the first round mm-hmm. of the playoffs. They talked about it in the last stance. Yeah. Playing against one of the greatest Celtics teams of all time. He drops like fifty on them, okay. and, and that's and this is before like the rules have changed. So now like defenses can't really put their hands on you now, and like it's way easier to score than ever. Jordan, even back then, eighties and nineties, where defenses were like much more entrenched, he was mm-hmm. still dropping numbers. To me, if Jordan played in today's game and if he was focused like hard into score, he didn't care about winning. I think I think Jordan would would beat Harden's numbers. I really do. I really do. Jordan, because if he focused only on scoring and he didn't care about winning as much as he did, I think Jordan would go toe-to-toe. I would, he would beat Harden. You're really going to make me argue this, man. Yes, yes. You're really going to make me argue this. That, to me, it's no question. I, I, I think James Harden could easily go for 60, 70, 80. So can Jordan. He did. If, if, no, no, no. I'm saying if he wanted to, man. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, yo – James Harden has had more forty points double double than any player. Yeah, but but Jordan could do that if he wanted to. He just had a team. He was focused more on winning. He wasn't going to just be a ball hog the whole time. It's all about winning, according to Jordan. But if Jordan, all he cared about numbers, he would have done it. He would have. I don't know. Yeah, I, he would have. Yo, I honestly think James Harden is the better scorer, man. No, it's Jordan. Yo, if. I seen James Harden do some crazy stuff. Okay, we've man. seen Jordan win six titles and hey, do crazy things. You, 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 but Jordan's you're better, right. huh? But I mean, at the end of the day, who? I mean, who I mean, think? Jordan is better, but he had better teammates. You feel me? But yes, that's why he didn't have to like drop a yeah. but, but he did when he was really young. He scored like fifty on an all-time Celtics team as a young player. Like this is before he won those titles. Okay, and, I mean, and how many times has he scored fifty? He did, but it got to the point where he didn't have to. Didn't have to. He was still dropping thirty. He all it was was to win. Because sometimes you have to sacrifice scoring forty and fifty to win. You got to facilitate. You got to play team ball to win. Everyone knows that. That's what Kobe did. See, when Kobe uh-huh. after Shaq left, he was like, "All right, I'm playing hero ball." He's dropping 40, 50, 80. But then he's like, okay, I need to win more titles. He brought Pau Gasol. Then his numbers scaled back. Still hitting game winners. But the problem with James Harden, he's dropping all those points. But at the end of the day, this is not winning basketball. They're 0-2. They, he lost both of those games. It's all about te- playing team ball. I'm, what I'm saying is if Jordan cared about scoring, 
I mean, he would he would have, he'd be number one in the scoring list if that's all he cared about. He would have crushed Kareem, uh, Kareem's 38,000. Okay, cool. You're right. Jordan cares about winning, and I think Harden cares about winning too. But my thing is, Harden knows that I got to score to win. Okay, cool. Let's say Harden only gets 27. Like, mm-hmm. yo, let's say Harden gives himself a quarter. Okay, cool. I'm just going to get 28. Though. Yeah. You feel me? I'm going to try to get everybody else involved. Who? Eric I, Gordon? Well, I mean, this year he doesn't have the team, but he did in 18, and they still choked. They still choked. They choked. They should have made the finals. Hey, I stand by it. I think <laughs> James Harden is probably the best scorer of all time. I, I think Michael Jordan is a big secondary to James Harden, but I feel like if we look at the stats right now, everything, James Harden in terms of scoring – is leading Jordan. And it's like, I'm not saying that Jordan couldn't do it. I just haven't seen him do it. Yeah. You feel me? Like, like even going back and looking at the tape, maybe because he, like you said, he didn't have to do it. Okay, cool. That, that may be true. But like James Harden is doing it and they're still losing. That That is yeah. true. They're still losing. I do think James Harden needs to play more tame ball, but I still think he needs to drop a 40-piece on everybody. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. That's, that's some good Jordan Harden okay. friendly talk. All right. We're going to wrap it up with the last topic. All right. I know y'all been waiting for this. We're going to talk about the Cowboys and Eagles game. Uh, the Cowboys gave a whooping last Sunday. Cowboys beat the Eagles. What was it? 37 to 17 officially eliminates the Eagles from playoff contention. Now the Cowboys still have a chance to make it. As you all know, days is an Eagles fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. We kind of kept it pretty chill. We watched the game together, but what are your thoughts? The Eagles lost. Um, <laughs> I honestly don't know how to feel. Um, I'm in disgust. To my team for losing to the what losing to who America's team losing the Cowboys to, losing to the shitty Cowboys oh whatever America's I, I, team I am in all that we lost to the shitty Cowboys and their backup quarterback Andy Dalton Andy Dalton who like, you said is the best quarterback for the NFC East at the moment the NFC, the, the NFC East is shit. Yeah, they were terrible. So, yeah, it's true. So, so he, mean he's anything. the best quarterback of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, I'll be honest with you, when I was watching the game with you, like, we were trying to make small talk, and I couldn't because I was still in disbelief. <laughs> I was perplexed. I was dis... And, like, there, I can't even find the words. Like, I was just so mad and upset that my team lost. Like, we put Carson Wentz on the bench. We had Jason, um, Jalen Hurts come off the bench... Hey, shout out to um, Jalen Hurts for coming off the bench. But there we, you go. And Andy Dalton coming and, off the bench. And Andy Dalton. We we had Jalen Hurts come off the bench, and we still lost to the Cowboys, who four weeks ago we beat. Yeah, that's no, true. With Carson Wentz starting as our QB. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm just upset. I am, um, I'd rather see the Washington football team represent our, oh, so you, our, our division in the playoffs than the Cowboys. So I'd you, rather see the Washington football team or the Giants. Yeah, because right now, if because uh, the Eagles are playing Washington and the Cowboys are playing New York, if you all beat Washington and the Cowboys beat New York, we're going in. We're making the playoffs. But if Washington wins, even if the Cowboys win, Washington's making the playoffs. So if the Cowboys win, 
the playoffs hopes. My playoff hopes are dependent on the Eagles beating Washington. Now, do you think Washington? Do you do you think Philadelphia is going to actually try to win, or do you think they hate the Cowboys so much that they're they're going to toss the game, kind of like a, an f you to the Cowboys? Well, do you think that's a scenario that well, might happen? Well, break it down, me. So, if you guys, what if you guys lose to Washington? Do you guys still get? We're, we're playing New York. Oh, what, you all are yeah. playing Washington. Well, what if you guys lose to New York? Then we're out. Then in Washington. Out? Is in? Um, nah. The honestly, we're probably gonna start Carson Wentz. Okay. This, oh, so y'all uh, are gonna uh, lose upcoming uh, 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 game. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, Washington beat us earlier in the season, which I don't know. But but their quarterback that. Haskins, he got released. Yeah, I don't know. Why. So Washington's like down to their last quarterback. I think Washington must know something we don't. They, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, surprised. They must know something we don't. Yeah. But, we're going to beat Washington. The Giants hey, thank you, then. are going to beat you guys. No, they're not. The Cowboys are making the playoffs. Danny Dimes? No. Danny if, Dimes if you hate the Cowboys as much, you all should toss the game. I mean, honestly, if you because that's a guaranteed way that the Cowboys don't make the playoffs. I mean, we might. We're not making it to the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I mean, let's say you guys get a tie and we win. We still wouldn't make it to the playoffs. I don't think so. No, I mean y'all are out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But here's out? the thing: if if you all beat Washington and the Cowboys win, I'm gonna send you a thank you note. I'm gonna thank you. I'm because I'm rooting for the Eagles. I'm rooting for the Eagles. I'm gonna send you a thank you note because then that's our ticket way to the the playoffs. And uh, let, 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 we let might me run ask the you table. Okay, <laughs> let me ask you something. You guys get into the playoffs, so you're excited for a round one loss. You know who we're gonna play? Who? It, it's Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tom Brady. Yeah, we're playing them. You, I'm psyched. I mean, bring it on. So you go to the playoffs. You're, you're excited. Yeah, I looked at the picture. For a round one loss. Wait, wait. Tampa is the wild card? Yeah, because because uh, New Orleans is their leading wow. division. It ain't that crazy. The shitty Cowboys get the host home. Yeah. To the to the Bucks. Hey, what, anything's what, possible. What's the Bucks records right now? They're like uh, I think nine and five. And you guys or, are. Oh, we're 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 six and nine. And, and, and you think you deserve to host the? Oh, Bucks? I never said we deserved oh, okay, it. Cool. I never said we deserved it. But I'm going to take it. And if we play Tampa in the playoffs and somehow win, I mean, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. We beat the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, hey, I'm excited. We did. It was a oh, good feeling, man. We're wrapping this up. We're wrapping this up. Don't talk about it. Don't say it. Hey, Don't. we did. It was a good feeling, man. Okay, well, I hope you get to experience it. Okay, whatever. All right, just like Jalen Hurts and Andy Dalton, this is Off the Bench Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Y'all have a happy new year. And again, reminder, like and subscribe, whatever platform you're listening. My name is Macklin Hamilton with... Thanks, Cooper. Y'all take care. You're here.